Welcome back to New England, Devin. Appreciate it. Um, I guess I'm going to ask you right off the bat, how excited are you about building a new culture of Patriots football and being here for the start maybe of something different? Um, I'm excited. I think we have a, a great group of guys um, just in the locker room. I think it's been like that for years. Um, obviously, you know, we had probably the greatest football player ever on our team. Hey, 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 on our team. So um, I think, you know, people really didn't look at the leadership and different guys we had in the locker room. So I know everyone's kind of like, what's going to happen? Everything's brand new. Um, but I don't really see it like that. I see it just a continuance of what we've been doing and guys assuming the kind of same leadership roles. When you look at myself, Slater, Jules, Chung, all those guys have been there 10 plus years. Um, so we just have to continue to do what we've been doing. If I can follow up, uh, Devin, real quick. Uh, if it weren't for your brother coming back, do you think you would be here? Uh, yeah, it was a possibility. I know people read what I said and was like, oh, he wasn't going to come back if his brother wasn't. Um, but I think, like I said, ideally we wanted to play together. Um, but it wasn't we play together or nothing. So um, I think it would have been, it would have probably went a little different if he didn't, his option didn't get picked up. But it wouldn't have closed the door uh, by any means of me coming back. Next question, Alan Siegel. Thanks, uh, Stacey. Hi, Devin. Welcome back. And also, good luck with your kids taking care of them today. <laughs> Uh, Dev, you've had a lot of experience uh, in the NFL, obviously, and, and, and looking at opposing quarterbacks and quarterbacks that you've gone against in practice. One of the things I've always been told is that what separates quarterbacks' ability to be good or great or whatever is the ability to read the field. In your short time with Jarrett Stidham, how can you judge his ability to read the field? Again, I know it's a short time, but you've got a pretty good sense of things. I always lead off with this. If, if you ask me to evaluate and pick a quarterback, the team's probably going to lose a lot of games. So, um, you know, I don't, I don't know exactly. Like, I don't even know what Josh McDaniels tells him to read. So, um, like I, I said about him before, I, I, I love how uh, he's come in. He's eager to learn. He's great personality, great attitude, um, like a lot of the guys in the locker room. And I would say he's been one of the, the more mature guys that comes in and just goes to work. So. Um, you know, I'm excited just going for it. I think our team and the whole uh, young guys who didn't get a lot of opportunities last year, um, guys who got hurt, we have a couple guys like that that will now be able to go out there, you know, for next year and, and have an opportunity to help the team in different ways. So I think City falls in that category um, as long as some other players um, on the offensive line, different guys I think will get an opportunity now um, that we didn't get to see last year. So, it's just that time of year. You know, you start a new season, there's changes, people are like, this guy's gone, that guy's gone, and then guys step up and do that. So I'm excited for all those guys. I just follow it up, I'll follow it up this way then, Devin, and I, 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 I appreciate what you just said. Playing against him in practice, has he shown you some things? Oh, I mean, I don't know. I think, you know, I don't want to turn this call into where I, I – Dean Stidham, the next greatest quarterback, and put all that pressure on him. Like I said, of course he's a not. hard worker. You know, he's a hard – yeah, but I know, like, if I say something, then it's the headline tomorrow, you know. So, like I said, he's a hard worker. He, he comes in. He works hard. Uh, he did a great job. He did a great job this year, I think, of just coming in and trying to compete 
um, in his role. Um, and as long as, I mean, as Cody Kessler, who gave us some good looks on different things. So both those guys, great attitude. So, um, you know, look forward to those guys getting opportunities. Thanks, Dev. No problem. Next question, Jim McBride, followed by Phil Perry. Uh, hey, Devin, I'm just wondering uh, if you had any contact with, with Tom since he made the decision and if you guys had, uh, you know, kind of a, a goodbye conversation, if you will. Uh, yeah, I got the opportunity to talk to him. Um, I hated in the Players to the article. I was like, I found out on Twitter and people were like tweeting me like, man, he didn't call you. And I was like, dang, I guess I should have wrote. I found out most of my teammates left from Twitter. So um, that wasn't a big deal to me. I, you know, 2020 is rare a guy can call, you know, all his teammates and tell them they, he's going somewhere else um, because of just how fast news breaks. But I did, I did get an opportunity to talk to Tom. And, and, and if you could, what was that conversation like? Oh, no, I'm, I'm not going to talk about that. Yeah. Thanks, Dev. Next question, Next question, Phil Perry, followed by Mark Daniels. Hey, Devin, I uh, wanted to ask about something that, that you wrote about the other day where uh, you seem to acknowledge that um, maybe you've heard or seen other places where people are already starting to write you guys off because Tom Brady's not the quarterback anymore. Um, how much of that stuff do you pay attention to? And do the goals change at all this year where there is as much turnover as you guys have experienced? I know you mentioned you have a lot of leaders coming back, but – when you lose not only Tom, but Kyle and, you know, a lot of guys, um, do the goals remain the same for you? Uh, yeah, I think always my goal is always win as many games as possible. You know, I don't think we ever come in the season and talk, you know, Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl. It's about improving and winning games, you know, along the way um, as you improve. So I think, you know, that will stay the same. And, you know, like I said, especially now, you have a lot of time to be on Twitter and stuff. So, a lot of what I've seen is just people tweeting me, like, you know, enjoy what you guys had. It's over. You guys won't win the game. So um, I think that's natural, though. Like, I, I think it's, if I was a fan and I, I watched the team and I watched the guy for a long time and he left and he was so great, I would say that team's going to be terrible, too. So, I mean, it's expected. Um, but I think it's our job as players to go out there and compete when we get that opportunity. And, you know, I just – think for us as a team, my 10 years there, that's always going to be the thing. And um, I'm passionate about that later, the coaching staff. Um, so I don't think that's going to change. I think that's how we're going to be. Um, and I expect that's how we'll lead the team and get guys, new guys, young guys, to follow the same way. Thank you. Next question, Mark Daniel, followed by Doug Kai. Thanks, Stacey. You know, Devin, you, you've been a captain for, for so long since your, your second year, and you, you've seen constant, you know, turnovers. This happens every offseason. When, when you lose guys like Stephen Guskowski and Kyle Van Noy and, and Tom Brady, what, what can a leader like yourself do just to sort of help keep this train moving and, and sort of, you know, help keep this, you know, locker room as it's been over your duration? Is there, is there anything else you can do or anything you, you plan on doing when the, you know, the veteran roster turnover is so much as it has been this month? No, I think you just do what you naturally do. But I think what, what happens on teams naturally um, is guys uh, step up and become new leaders. You know, I think about the team when Vince left and then Mayo left and uh, Logan Mankins left. 
And I remember being one of those guys looking around like, man, that's a lot of my leadership gone. And, you know, next thing you know, I'm one of the leaders on the team. And I think that'll happen naturally um, for guys. I don't think, like me as a player, I can't go up to a guy and tell him, like, hey, you're a leader now. Um, I think guys naturally step into new roles. Um, I think a guy like James White has been a leader on our team for years. Um, so he's a guy that we always talk about following him by what he does. He leads by example. He, you know, his work ethic every day. He's always in there working his butt off and doing the right thing. Um, so I think leadership will naturally happen for guys. It's not something you can talk about and tell someone to do. I think guys just lead in their own way. And, you know, I think we have a lot of guys that will fall into that window. Um, but we'll have to see how it plays out. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, next question, Doug Crane, followed by Dean Roach. Sorry, we got my, my daughter yelling in the background over here. Um, but, uh, Devin, how, how much has, has your, I guess, workout routine changed um, having to stay at home? And, and what's that whole process been like for you, uh, you know, doing all the social distancing while still trying to stay in shape? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's been something that, like, has been, I would say, a work in progress. Um, like fortunate enough, I ordered a Peloton in the beginning of February. I had thought about it for a while and I ordered it and that's been key for me just to be able to, no matter the weather, jump on that. Um, but then other than that, it's been like FaceTime in my trainer, um, and, and trying to do workouts that way and, and letting me know like some things that I could get in the house and figuring it out. But I think the good thing is everyone has that same mentality, players trying to figure out how they can get workouts in trainers you know walking around their house and figuring out things that guys can do and then passing it along so um everyone's kind of going through the same thing and, and trying to figure that out but it's definitely challenging thanks next question dan Roach, followed by uh, kyle hightower hi devin uh, just kind of follow up what doug said uh about what you're trying to do this off season to stay in shape have you thought about this some some talk out there already the training camp might be delayed the season opener might del be delayed you know and on and on with what's going on around the world just your thoughts as uh, not only yourself but as Pete about the possibility that things could get pushed back yeah i mean i mean just how everything's going it feels like everything's on the table like uh training camp could start on time or it could be delayed you see like everything just seems like you know that's like the the i won't say the last thing you worry about but i feel like it's kind of down on the things of importance just because of everything that's going on right now um, because of the health of people and you're seeing different stories come out every day that it just feels like the season's kind of on the back burner and just trying to make sure you have great great thank you and good luck with your kids thank you we'll go Kyle Hightower uh, Associated Press uh, followed by Yanni Karak Hey, Devin, uh, along those lines, uh, professional athletes, and in particular football players, are often celebrated for their for your toughness. I'm curious if the example you think that you guys can help set right now for society by just saying, hey, we're in the same boat, we're staying home too with the coronavirus thing. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think like what you just said about us, I think you look at everyone in the kind of the medical field who are, you know, out on the front lines, still going to work, dealing with the virus, uh, firsthand, um, those are the true tough guys. And I think um, as much as possible, anybody um, that has a following, social media, any type of status, um, just being honest with people, staying at home, 
doing different things. Like I'm like everybody else. You know, I got a, a three-year-old and a, and a soon-to-be two-year-old driving me crazy, running around, yelling and screaming. Um, but we all have to stay home, and I think that's something that I, uh, I admire guys going and talking about, um, something that me and Jay tried to talk about when we did our little podcast, just being home. Um, and I think guys and, and females and everyone in sports and entertainment, um, even you guys who have a big influence of people watching your show, especially now, you know, having something to watch and something to talk about, of just talking about that, how important it is. And um, hopefully, you know, as a country and as a world, we can start to listen and, and do those things and, you know, get through this time. Appreciate it, Devin. Stay safe. So we'll do uh, two final questions. Uh, Yanni followed by Zach Cox. Hey, Devin, uh, with the turnover at quarterback, do you feel there's an onus on you guys as a defense to perform at the level you did much of last year uh, to carry this team next year? Um, no, I think for me, as a defense, we should want to be great no matter what. You know, I think last, you know, for years, we always got talked about um, as being the reason we lost games and, you know, how great Tom was. Um, and I can still say the same thing because the defense, your goal has to always be the same when you take the field. Um, if you get turnovers, to dominate and get the offense back on the field. And I think for us as a defense, that's something um, that we need to do. Like last year, we didn't go into the season and say we need to carry the team or we need to do this and that. We said we need to be as good as we can. The offense said the same thing, special teams said, and then you kind of see where you fall. And I think we have to continue to do those same things. Um, as a defense, as an offense, and, and overall special teams, and as a team, um, if we want to be a good football team. Last question, Zach Cox. Hey, Devin, I uh, just wanted to ask you about the uh, the two new additions here, uh, your safety group. Uh, what do you know about Adrian Phillips and, and Cody Davis, and what do you think they can bring to your room? Um, so I just know a little bit about both of them, just, you know, um, obviously experienced guys, you know, Cody Davis, the guy, plays different roles, played on special teams. Um, and then obviously Adrian Phillips, he watched, you know, when the Chargers made that run in the playoffs of having all those DBs on the field and, and being able to look like to play linebacker, play safety, play a bunch of different roles. So um, overall, I mean, that's us in a nutshell. That's our defense, that's our team um, of having uh, guys who are team first guys who can play multiple roles to help the team in, in a bunch of different ways. Um, and I think ultimately all of us being able to help our special teams and have a role there, um, I think really defines our team. So I'm excited, you know, at, at some point when we get all the chance to, to work together and build um, our camaraderie, you know, I think that's always the biggest thing, especially in the secondary is building, you know, not just communication and everything, but friendships and bonds of off the field stuff and, and things like that. So I can't wait to, as a group to get back together and start that process. Um, and, and, you know, again, try to be a really good secondary um, going into the season. Great. Thank you.